Liquorland are proud partners of True Bloods, and they have some great deals on local reds right now. Now, Dable, we mentioned the word reds, and this podcast tends to have an affinity with red wine. Uh, can you talk to me a bit about that? Absolutely, Mads. I am very partial. As the people know, as the faithful know, Mads, the Grenache is the, the people's wine of True Bloods, and also quite partial to a, a Pinot as well. Pinot Noir. That's Dable. the one. Very good. Um, now, if you're not a wine drinker, Dable, then Liquorland has you covered with plenty to choose from, including international beers. Now, Mads, we just went down the, the road before to Liquorland and we picked up a six-pack of Coronas, mate. We did. That is <laughs> as international as they come, people. And they are sensational. They just wet the vocal cords nicely for the podcast. Now, you can sign up today to get alerts on your favourite drinks uh, when they're on special and get $10 off your first purchase. For great deals on a wide range of alcohol, go to liquorland.com.au or visit your local store. Please drink responsibly. T's and C's apply. See online for details. Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, Dave, tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Dave. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. My name's Dave Baxter, your host, as always, in the Horde studio with Madison Clark, reviewing the awesome win against the Frio Dockers and previewing the Saturday night clash against the Bombers. Mads, we're back in the studio. How's this high-quality production? Mate, pleasure to have you in here. Let me just tell you, Dable. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Mads. Um... God, it just keeps getting better and better. Okay, well, look, we've been talking about it for what? It's got to be eight weeks but now. Dable, it's so good to be in the studio because I think you can agree we fucking hate Zoom. I have enough Zooms in a given workday, Dable. Yep. Um, I don't want to be doing it with you. It's not uh, good quality. I appreciate, we appreciate, sorry, the fact that you uh, continue to listen in, which is fantastic. We love the faithful getting involved, but we are just so happy to be back in this cosy studio on Chapel Street, talking about this team that is doing unbelievable things this year. Unbelievable. We've been unheralded for so long, Dave, but we've been doing this podcast through tough times, you know, from 2018 onwards. We haven't played finals. Well, we played finals and put in a shocking effort against JWS, but that's another story. It's just been so great to ride this wave so far. Whatever happens... I, they just could not have impressed me more the way they've gone about it this year, Dable. Oh, Mads, it's absolutely crazy. If we go back and sort of have a look at it on a whole, right, if we said after round 18 that we're sitting at, what, 11 and 6? The, we talked about it, though, Dable. It's we, crazy. We, we, take- knew, we knew we were coming. It was, you could see it last year. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, people ask me, like... Are you surprised by this? I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not because I saw even out of, what, five wins last year, there were glimpses of a phenomenal footy team. And because we pay so, such close attention to it just by virtue of doing this podcast, we, we know sort of where we're at. We know where these kids are at. And it's just good to see it all clicking. Yeah. Because we haven't seen it in so many years. Um. And look, this this game against Fremantle was just another one of those times where we were challenged and we rose to the challenge table. Yeah, look at Mads. It was one of those things, again, bit of a slow start, but I think it's just that's when teams who are probably the underdogs going in, right, if they're going to fire, you know, it's going to be in that first quarter. And they, they were playing some solid footy. I, didn't, I don't think our first quarter was too bad, but still relatively slowish. And that's been a, a common theme of the past month of footy, starting the game off a little bit slowly and having to work our way into it. But we're definitely doing that with flying colours at the moment. We are, Debs. And I've got a bit to talk about that, and I'll talk about that in a second. But the, the soon, we've been talking about a tsunami, Debs. <laughs> the tsunami effect. So it's just fitting that we start off with this bloke. I don't want to sort of talk, get caught talking about bloody Robbie Fox. I want to just get into this man who, 
again, largely unheralded, mainly because he isn't from Melbourne. But he's genuinely, for mine, one of the most skilled players, Dable. Yeah, he's one of the most capable players in the competition. And he has, as we saw on the weekend, the ability to tear games to shreds. Yeah. I speak, of course, of Isaac Heaney. Yeah, look, Matt, it was a bloody massive performance. He's had the 22 touches, 11 marks, five goals, two, sold candy part-time at the end there, <laughs> just laid out the chockey like Flanners would do on a sports bet ad, sells the candy, goes around him and kicks his fifth for the afternoon. He was massive, mate, but look, that, that's the, the footy we know Isaac Heaney can play. He's an A-plus player when he's up and going, but... That's the knock on Isaac Heaney at the moment is the consistency. Yes, he's had, uh, you know, injuries and that type of thing. He hasn't probably gone to the projected level that everyone thought he was going to go to. But when he plays games like that, that's just that reminder that he can be the best player in the competition. He can be Toby Green. Absolutely he can. Debs, I honestly think the injuries play such a big role in that. And I think there have been so many times over, especially the last three years, because really what, he came came onto the scene in, what, 2015? Yeah. Yep. He has played, I know for a fact, season long with niggling injuries. Yep. And, and still been a standout. Performed. So yeah. I, I honestly think, provided he stays fit and healthy, and it's only... By, by virtue of him going so hard at the footy that he gets these injuries. These yeah. aren't soft tissue injuries. Yeah. These are, you know, footy-related injuries that you get from going hard at the footy, right? So I I get what you're saying. I know there needs to be consistency there, but you're so right. This just shows what he's capable of. And we're only talking about a very young man. Oh, Matt, and look, we're talking consistencies, right? But he's probably playing one of the hardest positions in a team to be consistent at that second or third tall. It's, it's a funny position in a footy side and look, he, he does it probably better than anyone else. And he probably pops up for these big games, bigger than any other third tall in the competition, you know, second, third tall. And look, when he does those performances, it, it just makes you want more every, every time he goes out to play, you, you expect Heaney to have this big game, you know, three, four, five goals and 11 grabs, you yep. know? Yep. And, and yep. look, I think as he, you know, he's built up these sort of like, what well, must be six, seven, eight weeks now. That's when you really get that flow in your game and it's second nature and you're feeling the ball out there and geez, he, he couldn't have been more impressive. No, it was absolutely phenomenal. Mammoth, mammoth game. Mammoth game. Mammoth game. Um, but look, it, it can't the, – the next person I want to go on to, because I, I just – I don't want to gloss over these guys, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, okay, so you talk you talk about a couple of guys. Now, all year they've heralded the young guys for, for really driving this resurgence of the Sydney Swans. I don't want to say the word again, Debel, unheralded. Why doesn't anyone, why doesn't anyone, Debo, at the start of that Footscray game, we said, who are we fucking putting work into? Are we putting work into Libba? McRae, who are we putting work to? Nobody even asked the question <laughs> about Luke Parker or JPK. No one goes to them. Never. <laughs> they never go to them. They, they, 34 disposals and 30, respectively, JPK and Parker. Nobody ever. When's the last time you saw a hard tag on either of them? Mate, and Luke Parker's had a little bit of scoreboard impact too, Matt. <laughs> He's had two goals. <laughs> totally love scoreboard we impact. We love it. But nobody nah. puts in time. No, nah, you're bang on, mate. It's it's bizarre. It is bizarre. Maybe it's because we're, we're, we've got dangers on every line of... You the, don't the think, ground. You don't think Footscray do? You don't think Geelong do? Not like we do, no. Uh, they do. Oh, look, I, I think it's two of the three lines, yes, but not on all three like we do. But that's, you that's can why put, I feel. Oh. Why wouldn't you put a tag? Forget JPK, okay? He's yeah. getting older. Fine. Inside Luke board. Parker yeah. is damaging. Damaging, Mads. And they damaging never. disposal. <laughs> There's never a hard tag on No, yeah, you're 100% right. Yep. 
It, it's it's nuts. And when they, he, they, he's been a proven Brownlow polar in the past. He's won, what, three Bob Skilton medals. Yep. It, it's insane. He is a top 10 midfielder in the game. For sure. Any day of the week. It's insane. And his last, like most aside, his last month has been absolutely huge. Yeah. 25, 26, weeks. 30, 30, 30, 30. Like, fair income. Insane. They never put work into him, Deble. But Kennedy especially. Now, now that you've voiced that out loud, right, that, that, it's crazy. They how, never do. How, is, how are they not putting time into Luke Parker? Yeah, what, riddle, uh, what? riddle me that, Yeah, mate. riddle me that, Deble. Jesus. It's baffling. Yeah, oh, it's great for us, so we'll take it. We'll take it. Now, Mads, let's talk about this man. Now, if this man had played all year, he's a $1.05 in the NAB Rising Star. He, oh, I have oh, never seen a first... I've never seen a first-year player, Mads, come in like this lad and use the ball like he does, create like he does off halfback, and that is Errol Golden. It's just fucked. It's insane. Absolutely insane. He's had 23 on the weekend. He must have gone by 80-plus percent. I haven't got that figure in front of me, but his eliteness by foot is still unheralded in the AFL. They're talking about this Tom Green character up in, <laughs> up in the GWS, but he does... 10% of what Errol Goulden does in damage. Well, yeah, he just he can hit a target from anywhere. It's insane. It's, and it, the way he, that works is like a, you know, a creative influence off half back with Jake Lloyd as well. It, it's f- crazy from a first-year player. How's the spins out of tackles as well? And just the awareness. It, I've never seen the key thing is like I've seen, you know, first-year players that are good kicks, right? But it's more the awareness and the speed that he operates at. It's the three C's, Mads. What are the three C's? Cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> yes. Um, he's just aware of – he's not – you know, you see often people play TAC Cup or NAB Cup, whatever it's called these days, um, and they're not ready for how quick AFL is and you have to be so on your toes. And he is just – he's so in tune with the way AFL is played. I'm thrilled – North Melbourne didn't get their grubby little mitts all over him because he's going to be an absolute star. Superstar, Mads. And it, it's it's that, and it's also the decision-making. That's what sets him apart. Correct. It, it's his use by That's foot right. and his decision-making, and it's just so exciting. So exciting. JPK on the weekend. 30, Mammoth. 34. 34. He, did, he was so clean by hands, Mad. Mad. Matt, Matt'll do. No, Matt's fine. I like Matt. Matt's good. Right. Matt's Let's good. go with Matt. Um, well, it's another guy just getting it done. Yeah, he just gets it done yeah, well, week in, week out. This is the thing with our- no time put into him though. Don't worry about JBK. Yeah, let him have a lazy thirty-four. You fucking idiots. <laughs> with our A grade, you know, midfielder going out of the side in the Rolls Royce, Callum Mills, JPK's just stepped up, gone to the level, dominated on the weekend. There's, Dominant performance. There's been media over the week, <laughs> internally, Sydney Swans media. Yeah. God forbid. Oh, anyone God forbid else. anyone talk about the Swans. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about how the midfield are really driving everything and to be able to put faith. Like, again, when have you, when have you heard about a scandal around JPK or Luke Parker? Yeah. They're just good leaders. Good blokes on and off the field. They drive a particular, dare I say it, culture on and off the field. And we're, we're seeing the fruits of their labour yep. at work every single week. They are leading by example. Yep. It's so good. Absolutely. The, the drive-off halfback was sensational on the weekend. You had Dorso with 23, Rampy with 21, and Robbie Fox, who probably played his best game of the year for mine, Mads. For yours, Deeble. Uh, with I've the, always been a fan. I think yeah, he's look, he, his last couple of weeks of footy have been really good, and he's sort of holding down that, you know, second, third key uh, key back yep. behind uh, McCartan and and Ramps yep. um, very nicely. I thought, think he's been really serviceable. Yeah, Paplet Papley's firing. He's up and about. He's kicked the one goal five on the weekend. But one was I had someone say to me, he's like, Papley's got to lift, blah blah blah. But no, Papley doesn't have to lift. He's just got to work work on that finishing. He kicked four straight last week, and he's just had an off day in front of goals. But Papley, you, you 
you take what you get with Papley. Yeah. Because Papley does – Papley works hard off the ball, for one, and two, he's a presence. People do put work into Papley. You yeah. do have a good defender on Papley. Well, at the stoppage, yeah. you have to have someone yeah. on Papley. Yeah. Um, and that just frees up guys like Isaac Haney and Errol Goulden, you yeah. know. Um, don't want to harp on about him, but old oh, Jesus, Tom Hickey. Great. Don't we job. just love a bit of scoreboard impact? Lifted in the uh, second half. and he, yep. So he had a pretty average first half. Yep. But what, what I liked is Sean Darcy has really announced himself this year as, as one of the premier ruckmen. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and Tom Hickey really came back and, and probably took the chocolates in the end over over Sean Darcy. And he just, he just gets it done week in, week out. Thought Oflo was... Um, Serviceable again. I, I I think he's building too, Debs. Hundred percent. I was just about to say he's with Oflo. The, what was that game where he had the questionable decision going in inside forward fifty? Uh, it was the one against. Was it the one against? Uh, he just lost the game. It was. Oh, was it the Freo game? Freo. The Freo yeah. game last yeah. time, where he that was sort of he just blazed away, and he had options, and he had yep. options, and that was where I was like, "Geez, you hate to see that in you know sort of your a key decision maker out on a wing. That's what wingmen have got to do. They have got to make these quick decisions." Yep. And I really feel like he's building into this season. He he's that he's that B plus player that come into finals time and dare say it Mads, we are playing finals. Come finals time, Oflo can make an impact. Yep. He he's he's got confidence. He's got must have 60, 70 games under his belt now, I would think. Pretty close too. And look, I'm confident in Oflo's ability. So am I. Really confident. Classy. And you know, McInerney and, and Blakey Sort of on that wing and half back, we're, we're good as well. Like really liking Blakey at the moment. It's great. It's it's what you do with a player who lacks confidence and yep. has ability. Put him to half back, and they Let can get, get the a, job done. Get a bit of the footy. Not ha- not necessarily have to hunt your own footy like a wingman. You yeah. know, um, J Mac. I just assume he's going to do his job. Like I have that confidence that yep. I know. I know if J Mac has the ball, I know he's going to make a, a good decision. And I know he's going to move it quickly and forward. He's going to have a crack yeah. at, at yeah, moving it forward, yeah. ta- taking that risky line or break the lines and with, with, with that kick and run off half back. I, I haven't seen the stat, but I reckon he'd be quite high up in metres gained. Yeah, for sure. He, he's that player for us. Uh, Budwa, now. The bud. Now, dad's, uh, always, dad's always had this conversation with yep. me. And dad loves the Budwa. But he has a tendency... To have those games where he's just fucking angry. Yeah. He's just he's just pissed off. And I think God, the commentary was pretty average in that frame. Oh. We'll get to we'll get to that. Yeah. But Dunstall mentioned that he perhaps sensed that the game was slipping away. Mate, three, what, three goals up in the first quarter. The game wasn't slipping away. It's no. just a very weird thing to say. But he does you can get under Buddy's skin. Yeah. And I think Pierce, who's a great defender really did a good job at getting under his skin yeah. and, and it worked. Yeah, and I, th- I think it was just partly he's a bit frustrated with the way we were sort of playing in that, you know, probably that first half he, he was probably getting double teamed, Yep. you know, and the delivery wasn't fantastic to him. So there, there's frustration levels there, but let's talk about the incident because we... I, I think lo- it should have been a week. Oh, so do I. Hundred percent. That strike to the head should. It was intentional. <laughs> yeah, it was medium impact. I don't care what they say. It was violent. He changed. He changed. Got rid hands of the ball in one hand. To. I understand. Like there's, there's, there's a thing in. I'm thinking back to unit three legal studies now. There's a thing, thing called malicious um, intent. No, so there's mens rea and actus reus. So mens rea is like the the thought. Please comment if this is wrong. If there's any voice, <laughs> Men, mens rea is like the the thought process behind doing something, and actus reus is actually doing it. Yeah. So to me, both of those boxes were ticked, um, and yeah, he was he was guilty of sin. And if you're going to go about the last decade as saying the head is sacrosanct, then I don't see how that could not be a week. But but Mads, and I'll I will stop you there because. Yeah. The, I was 
having my morning coffee. <laughs> As you do, <laughs> do Mads. Out of your Swanee's coffee cup. Out of me Swanee's coffee mug. And I was sitting there, Mads, and I, I, I follow the AFL quite closely, and this has been absolute gospel in the last three years. If there is a concussion, if there is an injury out of an in- incident, that's what equals weeks. It, it's not the action. It's not how it happens. It's the end result, right? So I was sitting there and I was like, buddy's got a week for this. And I was like, there's no way he can, he can get a week because to be medium impact, you have got to cause injury and the player cannot play on for the rest of the game. Ryan went back at him for a start and he, he was fine. He went on with the game. It didn't hurt him at all. So it had to be medium down to low. That was a fine and that's the right decision based on how the MRO do their stuff after the game, well, right? Well, it's based, based on precedence as well. On precedence. Exactly right. But that, that it, it's the AFL's wrongdoing by the, the previous cases being given a fine. It's a week all day. The you, AFL, you, can, you cannot make contact to the head like that. The AFL can't get out of their own way sometimes. Yeah, but look. Like fair income. But it's the only thing you can go on. It, precedence. Yeah. That's if it. You, if you're going you to get Shui, it right the first time. If you're going to Get off if you're going to let Danaher get off. I mean, come on. That's it. So we'll, we'll take that all day. But I was very happy with myself after saying exactly what the Swannies were going to do. And it came through six hours later. And as we say on this show, Mads, Mystic Deebles. Mystic Deebles goes bang again. Absolutely bang. Bang. But Mads, look, that has been comprehensive. This tsunami effect I, that we keep talking on, about, Hold Mads. on, hold on. Oh, you got someone, something else for I me. I do. Yeah, go on. I do. And I just want to, I just really want everyone to just calm down for a second. <laughs> because there's been glaring issues that need to be addressed. Go on. We've had four wins in a row. Yep. We wanted, we wanted a couple of wins out of the rather difficult run that we had after the bye. We had West Coast, we had Footscray, right? But what do we say? One out of the next four? Yeah, we three? said one out of the next one of the, four, four, I think. Four, yeah, right. We wanted one out of the next four and all the rest. That, that's lit on stuff. That's lit on stuff. Yeah. That's conservative stuff. <laughs> However, the display in the first – I'm just going to keep it to the first quarter of the last two weeks – has not been good. No. Not been good at all. Yep. To me, for mine, Deb. For yours, Matt. We've been talking since we started this podcast in the in February 2018. We have been talking about, in a rebuilding situation, just wanting four quarters of footy. Yep. We play four quarters of fo- football against good sides. Yep. And that's why, that's what we've hung our hat on this year. And that's what's put us in the position that we're in. We have not been playing four quarters of footy against sides lower than us. And we have a very, very, very crucial month ahead where we can possibly put ourselves in the driver's seat to have the double chance. Yep. And they're all against teams that we've, won, lost against or just beaten. Yep. So we need... I cannot stress enough how much we need to address our slow starts because, do you know what? It's not going to cut the mustard in September. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to cut it. You're 100% right, mate. And, yeah, we do talk about it a fair bit. Like it, is, it, is, it, is a fan, it is a testament to them that they're able to fight, it's, back. It, it, fight back and be mature and not drop their heads. Yeah. But it needs to be addressed. Now, so you, you, this is the thing, Mads, if you're doing that, against a Geelong or something like that, they're kicking six or seven on you and you're not winning that game. Not four, six or seven. Exactly, and you're not winning that game. It's definitely something to address, and I think they are all over it. It's blaringly obvious. So they're going to be all over it, and hopefully that's the the improvement that we see coming in. It's happened two weeks in a row, Deb. That's it. Hopefully we see an improvement in the start um, but it, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's you know we, we can't just all be sunshine hey, lollipops you know there there are things that we need to yeah resolve. look there there's always room for improvement and and there it is it's it's the start of the game it's being ready to go from ball one or bounce one and we get it done that's what that's what the Swans do phenomenal stuff that's it. it it's exciting mate as we talk about the tsunami effect is building Swans are just Building really, really nicely, and it's a great time to be a Swanee's supporter and a True Blood supporter, Mads. It's always a good time, people. But we will 
stop it there. We will stop it there and we will jump into segment two, which is a little bit of social engagement. Well, we love a bit of social engagement. And we love a bit of social engagement. We will be back right after the break. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Devil? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Devil. You know what I don't like, Mads? What do you not like, Devil? I hate how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it? Just kill you. It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there and please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads. Speaking words of wisdom. Up up the the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Comprehensive first seg, <laughs> ripping first seg. Look at look at. We were just so excited to get back in the studio, face to face, and just get that really joyful banter going in the studio. A mate. couple of beers, a couple of beers. It's just good times with the boys. Now, there's one thing we love more than good times with the boys, Devil. And what is that, Mads? Social engagement. Oh, we love the social engagement, Mads. Now, <clears throat> today we asked. Well, I asked. Through my very busy day in financial services. Absolutely. For one of the big four, if you didn't know, True Blood's faithful. We won't say which one. No. (laughs) Perish the thought. Um, We said, we won four in a row. Generally, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That being said, some key players are becoming available. If any, what changes would you make for our clash against the Dons and why Best Answered will be featured right now? Absolutely, Mads. And you say if it's... Not broken, don't fix it. If it ain't if, broke, don't fix if it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if there's improvements to be made, Mads, you got to think about it. It's true. That's why we're asking the question. <laughs> That's why I'm... we're asking the question, Deeble, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, I'm going to go with Matty Farrow. Oh, Fazza. Big Fazza. Goes with Mills and Cunningham straight back in for Armity and Armity for Reed. Uh, Campbell and Warner, if deemed match fit, after their injuries to replace Bell and Ronk, Dylan Stevens deserves another chance if the above aren't selected. Bloody oath he does. And, and there, what do we got? Five players there. Five, yep, five players there who are, they make up the nucleus of the squad of 27 or 28 who are going to propel this team forward into the final series. Yes. So, look, definitely got to look at getting some of them back in the team, I think. We've been saying it for a couple of weeks. Dylan Stevens needs a run at it. Guaranteed two or three weeks. If he doesn't perform, fair enough. Back to the VFL, that's fine. But he has not been given a a run at the the Chockeys. James Bell's been given like six weeks. Yeah. Look. And he's shown nothing. Absolutely. Flanner's got got rinsed. (laughs) (laughs) Flanner's said he's been awesome in the last couple (laughs) of couple of weeks and he's had what 10 8 and 5 positives yeah it's not being good no it's not but being good. um yeah look bell's got to go ronk's got to go those two probably the ones on the outer for mine mads um yep and the other players will make appearances we'll talk about ronk yep um in a bit mitchell charles who uh by the by Dable. I had a chat too last night. Mitchell Charles is a big bloods man and runs an inst- blah, 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 Instagram rather called Footy Finds. Now you know I love my vintage. Uh, <laughs> He's a big Dable. vintage man. Oh, I'm a big that vintage is. man, and uh, I came across the pod. Debo, you actually shared me a um, a cap, a vintage Swans hat, and yes. I just sent it to Mads, and I was like, mate, this would look great on you, and this yes. is very up your alley. Yes, and um, I said. I am Madison Clark. What do I need to do to get this cap? And um, turns out he's he's one of the faithful, which is good. So it's Footy Finds, the Instagram. Absolutely. There's some really good stuff. There's it, some really good Swanee stuff on there too. Faithful. Really good. Every I mean, look, uh, if, if you're a vintage, you know, sportswear lover like me, there's a lot of other teams as well that there's just some slick gear on there. Absolutely. So footy finds on Instagram, that'll be the first thing that comes up. I'll be following it. True Bloods is following it. So it'll come up based on the algorithm for you and um, really good stuff. Go and have a look. But he said he's actually got a footy head on him as well, Debel. Uh, Mills in, Mills, Cunningham, Amadi Party, out, Bell, Ronk, Sam Reid. Now, this is a bit of an essay, so bear with me, Debel. Oh, do you know what? I'll put the glasses on. Absolutely. We, we want this really crisp, yes, Mads. Crisp. B, 
Bella's had an extended opportunity and has done little to cement his spot in this side. Not according to Tommy. Uh, Ronk had zero impact last week and isn't up to AFL standard at the moment. Sam Reid needs to go back to the VFL and dominate, get some hunger for the contest like Amadi has shown. Although he's a pretty handy back, uh, he's a pretty handy backup to have sitting in the twos at this time of season and could end up being a key player come finals if one of the, our big men go down with an injury. Thankfully, we're blessed with a very healthy list at the moment and we have the likes of McLean, McDonald, Campbell and Warner pushing for selection. Is a great problem to have. They're all capable and have come to play, come, come into the side and play a role. Once Warner is match fit, I'd like to see him as he provides a perfect point of difference in our midfield, which is his explosiveness. Robottom or Weeks could be dropped once Warner is fit, as I believe he offers more at this point in time. P.S. I love Dill Stevens and agree he needs an extended run, but unfortunately I think this may have to happen next year unless we cop injuries. It's probably a fair call yep. because I just don't um, – yeah. I would rather Warner than Dill Stevens, you yep. know? Yeah, and you think about where uh, Dill Stevens is going to play, right? It's out on a wing and you've got Oflo doing a job there. You've got sort of Blakey running on a wing a little bit. You know, it's hard to break into that role. So that's – look, yeah, it's, it's tough on Steve-O. It is. It is, mate. And the second one I'm going to go with is Ryan Hendy. Big Hendo. Hendo. In Warner, Mills, Cunningham, out, Bell, Ronk, and Rowbottom. The three players to come in have all been consistent when playing, and the three being dropped just need to have more impact on games and when they get there – when they get their opportunities, which which is bang on. I, I sort of said to you, Mads, before off air that yes. you know Robottom has been a, a, a bit quiet. He said, "Don't worry, you know he's a, he's a young fella, right?" And I said, "Oh, he's got to be twenty three. I'll click on his page, and he's only twenty, right?" So he, it's his third season of footy, and you bang on with what you say off air, Mads. Is he, he just he's had an injury, and he just needs a you know a bit of time to find his feet at the level. Correct. After having a, a ripping season last year. Ripping season. Yeah. There is no harder spot to get at the moment than a, a spot in the Sydney Swans. Sydney Swans side. No, you're bang on, mate. You're bang on. Jack Simpson. I'm going to keep this short and, short and uh, sweet with Jack. Yep. Ronk has to go. Bang. Yep. And unfortunately, I think that's probably the last we've seen of yeah and of Ronk in uh, in Swanee's colours. In Swanee's colours, Un- unfortunately, I think I, I've got to agree with you there, Mads. It's Sam Wicks has come in and played the role that Ronk would play. Um, he hasn't been setting the world on fire. He's been injured. Uh, look, he's he's got his back up against the wall, and he's fighting for his spot. So it'll be interesting to see at selection what happens, but... Dable, this is in, in his funeral as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> this is it, so I'm going to do a eulogy. Yep. Um, I really... I, I liked him. I liked the way he went about it. And there's two there's two key things, Dable, that he's done, right? Yep. The first is I was in my bed, hungover, watching Sydney versus Geelong. I don't know what year it was. Yeah. It must have been 2018. Or 19 or something. Anyway, he started the fight at three-quarter time. Yes. He started a fight. It turned into a melee. We came back by – we kicked six unanswered goals or something. JPK had 20 touches in the last last quarter. quarter. Kicked three. Ben Ronk started that. Yeah, he did. Two weeks – he then played a good game, I think, against Essendon. Yep. That might have even been the Gary Rowan game. No. Yes. No, no, it wasn't. But he played a good game the week after. And then I went to the game, Sydney versus Hawthorne, yeah. and he kicked seven. Seven, yeah. And th- and I that- thought it was, you know, a, that happens. And he's got talent. I'm sure there's, an, there's a place for him elsewhere. I just, I just can't see him fitting into this side again. No, no. It's um, Sam Wicks. He's playing the role better. Sam Wicks uh, has the, the best... Uh, the stat. What's the stat? The stat is that he he creates the most scoreboard impact off uh, in the forward line via turnover. And you wanted to drop him. Well, he had an average month there, Mats. And trust me, the whole family came for me. 
<laughs> the whole family. But, you know, Wixie is in that. And it does, even if Wixie is down on form, he's still probably doing more than Ben Ronk. I th- the way Wixie hunts the ball, Ben Ronk can't replicate. Yeah. Yeah. The tackles, you know. But that, that about wraps it up. Um, thank you so much for engaging with us and and being part of this community that we've created. We're just, we're just bloody thrilled. And we bloody love it. It's so good. If you guys saw the numbers, how they've increased this year, it's been fantastic. And that's why Mads and I love coming in here is, you know, having this community of Swans supporters behind us. And, you know, we come in here, do it for a bit of fun. And it's just good Good lols. Good footy content, David. Great footy content, but mate. But the, the thing is, and this is why I try to explain to people why it's so cool, is because, you know, they back for Collingwood, they back for Melbourne. There's just fucking supporters everywhere. Yeah. For us, it's like you've got to seek them out and to be able to have created this community and for us to look at the charts of the listens and just see them going up and up and up and up and each week, it's just really cool really cool to have sort of you know been a part of creating so thank you so much 100 and, and that's what you, you heard it in the in the little stinger before about you know 11 minutes ago now but if you are not driving your car just you know pick up that phone if you're on the apple podcast get on there leave us a five-star review and a nice little comment too if you're listening on spotify make sure you're following and jump on the Facebook page and engage with us. Send us a DM or whatever and let us know that you're loving the show because we, we love hearing from the faithful and get up and about for the upcoming clash on Saturday night against the Dons. Has been rescheduled from the Friday night. So it is Saturday night now. And listen in closely to this preview coming up right now. And do you know what? Before that, though, we've got to pay the bills, Dable. We do. Let's hear from Liquorland. Yeah, they Proud are. sponsor of True Bloods. While we take a break from talking all things Swannies, Liquorland has been there for Sydney supporters from wooden spoons to finals wins. Did you know Liquorland has the new James Busby range? From a light Grenache to the classic Shiraz, they have something to suit your taste. Did you know in 1824, James Busby set sail for Australia, carrying with him vine cuttings for the new colony? Once he reached Australia, Busby planted his trimmings. The fruit of his obsession is still found growing in vineyards across Australia to this day. Deeble, the James Bunz- Busby range, have you uh, had a crack at that yet? No, Mads, yet to have a dabble, but I've just jumped on the Liquorland website and they've got a couple of Grenaches to have a go at there. And also, you know, if you want something with a bit more bite, get into that Shiraz and I'm sure it'll be a nice drop. Oh, we do love a Grenache and a Shiraz, Deeble. Remember, you can sign up today and get $10 off your first purchase. Just visit liquorland.com.au with 30-minute click and collect also available. Please drink responsibly. T's and C's apply. See online for details. Debel, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to True Bloods as we head into the big preview for the clash against the Dons up at the Gabba Saturday night. Is it the 7.15 or 7.40 game there, Mads? Have you got that in front of you? Well, well you've got footy wire there, don't you? I do. It's giving me a... Si- oh, no. That's there. <laughs> so what's it on Hold Friday on. night, according to footy wire? No, 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 no. It's saying 7.40. It's saying 7.40 for me. 7.40, Saturday night, up at the Gabba, Swannies v the Dons, who had their opportunity last week to really present their case to play finals, playing GWS, eight-point game for them, and they were piss-weak, piss-answers, <laughs> as they call people these days, and couldn't get the job done against the Giants, who we demolished the week before. <laughs> I reckon that's pretty accurate. Can't argue with any you of that, can't. It's, all, it's all factual stuff. I work with facts, Mads. It's yep. what we I do. only deal in facts here on True Bloods. But as Mads likes to say, and Mads reckons this is a real danger game. This is a danger game. No, every game, I think I said it a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, but any game coming into, you know, the final series, it's a, you know, everything's a danger game. You just got to keep winning. Yes, but Essendon aren't as bad as We're better than them. But they're a better team than the latter position suggests. Yeah. Guys like Archie Perkins, Nick Cox, Hind, 
Stringer's having a very, very good season. Yeah, I will. I'll before take Stringer out of that equation. Those three blokes are relatively young. They've run out of petrol tickets. Yeah, right. That that's my. No, opinion. I I, I, yeah. I agree. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. This is this is a team that match up well against us. Yep. It's and always then, close. And typically play it's close yep. games between the Swans and Very the close. Yeah, 100%. So we need to really, and when I, I said it at the in the first segment, table, we need to play four quarters of football. Yep. And we just need to really cement our spot here and just say, here we are. We're better than you. Yep. We're going to put you to the sword. Uh, a Frio post Quarter time performance. Correct. Is what we're asking for. What's required. Who are you sending George to? It's obvious for me. Who? Heppel. It's it's a half back mm. role. He mm. is their number one creator off there. Yeah. He must be averaging twenty four plus this year, I would I would say. And he always seems to do a bit of a number on us. Heppel. Heppel. Dyson Heppel. He's playing a different Different role this year off halfback. They've tried to reinvent him. Yeah, I just think they wanted to get, you know, their, their, young, Value for money. their younger guys into that midfield. Yes. Um, so he's gone to halfback, but he's playing a really good role. Is Dylan Shield going to play as well? He played last week. How did Shields he go last week? Had the 13. So it'd be interesting to see his time on ground. Um, after being out for a long time. But, yeah, Sheil will be playing. you got Stringer in there. Darcy Parrish had his – oh, there's probably the other one. Darcy, that's, so that's yeah. that's what that's yeah. more what I was thinking, Darcy yeah. Parrish, Look, because Hewitt's a centre. I thought yeah. he, he might just go to Parrish because I think Parrish is a little bit more damaging. I, I get what you're saying yeah. about Heppel, yep. but Parrish is quite damaging oh, at the yeah, moment. And, and, and there's a, a huge case for that too. Yeah, I'm not oblivious to that, and it was shown last week that the tag on Parrish absolutely dominated him. He couldn't handle the tag. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing, and that's yeah. what you can eliminate him. It could be George goes to Parrish, and time is put into Heppel. Heppel on the half forward. Yep. You know, Haywood gets a bit of a run run with roll there or something. You like know that. what? I I would even I would even a bit of a left field one day ball. Yep. I would even maybe stick Nick Blakey on him. Yep. You want to lose his runoff half? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just – give it a try. Give it a whirl for a quarter. Yeah. 100%. Give people a roll. Yeah. You determine how much impacts he's having. It's maybe assess as the game unfolds. Take a pub test, you know, understand Um, where everything's at. And go from there. Absolutely. But Laverde in the back line, sort of dangerous. Zach Merritt. Really good midfielder, Ridley up up back. He's their sort of real driver off half back there. Um, Stringer is dangerous, and you gotta give him his dues. He can tear apart a game and win a game off his own boot. Yep, he yeah. can, he can do what Haney did last week. Exactly right. Two meter Peter, really coming into his, you know, bit of a, a groove, bit of a, bit of a hickey season, bit of a breakout year, and I think Tommy McCartan goes to him and matches up pretty well on him. Yep. Uh, I'd like to see us winning a bit more out of the middle this week. Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, and you're coming up against really good midfield. We've we've had sort of three weeks in a row where we've been soundly beaten in terms of clearances. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what you want. And, and if look we at can it, just get that back to at least parity, that'd be great. Yeah, Sam Draper's not the... You know, the dominant ruckman and him and Hickey. I think it'll be a good contest in in the rucking duel. Um, and I think Hickey should be able to get him done in work rate around the ground. I agree. Yeah, that's where I sort of see Hickey doing a real number. On bit of scoreboard impact as well. He's, he loves getting forward the last couple of weeks. He's had a, had a cheeky snag there. He's just a great kick. He's a great kick. It's, it's a real, like, taught, learnt, natural yep. kicking left foot action and the ball drop is solid onto that foot and he kicks it straight every time he kicks it. Really good. Yep. Tip and Woody, Perkins, being, you know, Perko was good, Fine. what, three, four weeks ago, kicked yeah. a few goals against, you they're know. They're not bad. They've, they're almost there. Almost there. But I, I just, Not there though. No. I, I think 
we should just be able to get this done, Mads. I, I, I was we more, should. I was more worried about that GWS game than I am this game. I am too, and that makes me nervous, though. Yeah, but I, I just—it's just, it's just a, Essendon's one of those sides where they, they typically rock up against this. Yeah, it's a bit of a Hawthorne that's type setup. Totally. Yeah, that's that's why I'm like, you know, every Essendon supporter I've spoken to this week is like, oh yep, yeah, our season's done. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. You t- you tend to rock up, you hang around. Well, I, I'm plus four in my bet with uh, the Swannies against. The, the Dons, You're who finishes home. home. It, this puts the nail in the coffin, yep. Mads, and I can start looking at uh, dinner reservations around yep. Melbourne yep. for my for my bet claim. Maybe a steak. Steak or something, a few nice beers, anywhere with sort of cult and draft on tap. Or we, we might go a little bit higher up the shelf and a nice Grenache, Mads. Oh. Even out of the Grenache hour, I still don't mind a Grenache. So. Um, tip? Uh, Swannies by six goals. Comprehensive. I, I, I'm hoping it's a it's a worry free game. Personally, so am I. Um, but I think it'll be Swannies by nine points. Nine points. Another close one. Nail biter, Mads. Mm-hmm. Be nice. See, I wouldn't mind sort of being up by two, three goals, and then they peg one back late. Nine points. We'll take that. Sure, I'd love that. <laughs> I, I can't can't deal with the stress. I mean, again, table. We have enough stress. Our generation, our day-to-day lives without our football teams doing it to us on a Saturday evening. <laughs> Absolutely. But so, you know, fair income. That's it. Um, now, have you got footy wire up? Oh, I've got the AFL up. Of course I've got footy yeah. wire up, mate. The ever-reliable footy wire. No, we're going to go with the app. We're going to go with the app. Now, what's yep. been changed to Friday night yep. is this blockbuster of a contest. St Kilda versus Carlton. Yes, right. And Marvel. Now, I think if we went back and had a look at the tips last week, I reckon I went pretty well. I reckon you went pretty well. I, I think I went eight for nine or something like that. I was eight sort of nine. watching the games and the results come through. I was like, yeah, tip them, tip them, tip them. But it's probably the first time this year I've tipped well, I reckon. Are you in a formal tipping competition? No. No. What the fuck, Dable? Oh, yeah, look, I don't know. It's something I've never really done and I always... I'm in like four. Yeah, I forget to, you know, put in my tips and man, oh, I'm going to have to change that next year, I think. Right. Well, maybe we do a formal True Bloods Formal tipping. True Bloods tip. Maybe we do it for the faithful. Absolutely for the faithful. Jeez, that could be good. That would be good. I mean, we're just a, a podcast full of ideas here. Everybody dip in $20. Yep, good footy content. That yeah, it's be. good. It's good stuff. Good. Um, what about this St. Kilda train, train wreck of a game? Well, I think St. Kilda win and David Teague doesn't have a job after the game. He's personally. really fighting. And do you know what? This would be great comeuppance for Brett Ratton. Yep. yep. This would be fantastic for him to really just go, fuck you. You know? Get a big black dog Get up here. Get a big dog up yeah. <laughs> you fucking deserve it. Um, yeah, I think St. Kilda will win Saints, this game. yep. Yep. Uh, Footscray and Adelaide. Doggies win by 100 points. Yeah, yeah. And Mars. Yep. Oh, oh boy. That'd be a chilly one. Going to be cold up here. Oh, Bella. yeah. No doubt. Uh, North and Geelong. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. Blundstone Arena. Not this week. Blundstone <laughs> Arena actually... Okay, evens it a little bit? I think so. Yeah. I don't... You know what? Gonna put it out there. Don't think Geelong are the team that people are saying they are. Yeah. I don't. I can tell Shez isn't liking your vibe on the cats. Yeah, I don't. Oh, Shez Baxter back home. He, he, he always filthies up a little bit. When Mother Baxter. <laughs> no, I'm generally, generally. Oh, it's, a, it's an a, opinion, mate. It's I'm ge- a, no, but I'm generally a fan, but I just, I don't know. It's a, it's it's funny. It's the vibe you had about Geelong at the start of the season. That's probably what you've got now. Yep. You know, it's like they weren't there, but, yep. you know, they've won 10 of the last 11 or something ridiculous like that. Yep. No, I know. I know. I know they have. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just something intangible. Yeah. No. It, it, um, you know what it is, Mads. It's the style of play. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty the, dour. It, yeah, but it, it gets the job done. It does. Whether it holds up in finals, that, that will. We'll find out. We'll find we? out. Uh, Suns and Melbourne. To be confirmed, where it is. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, that's a bit yeah. weird. Uh, we the D's. <laughs> Don't know why I had to think about that for so long. Gold Coast are in strife too. Yep. As Stewie Jews in yeah. strife. Yep. Jeez. Grand final rematch. Collingwood. West Coast 2018. 2018, a few years ago, mate. And, yeah, um, it is. 
at the MCG. Dom Shade to wreak havoc. I think Collingwood's got the cue in the rack now, and I think yeah. West Coast will win. They have to win. In Melbourne. Have to. Oh, I reckon Collingwood might steal this. Maybe. West Coast aren't much job. No, nah, they're not, but just cue, cue in the rack. You reckon? Yeah. They just want Dacos. Uh, Hawthorne versus Brisbane. Tour. Hey, Tasmania. Yep. Two games down there this week. Well, that's value for money. Absolutely. Different stadium. Yeah. Blundstone yeah, and yeah. Utah, but it takes half an hour to drive across Tasmania, doesn't it? Something like that, Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. Easily. Hawthorne. Q in the rack. Yeah. That Q's in the rack. Yep. Clark's into Carlton. <laughs> um, Giants and Port Adelaide. Port. I think Port. To be confirmed, what the f- Yeah. Fucking COVID. Yeah. Port. Port. Yeah. GWS good last week. Were, but yeah, not overly impressive. No. Freo and Richmond. Smack bang in the middle of the Grenache. Oh! Hey, and you know what? The best ones are when it's in Perth and you can uh, see. That, yeah, that is the vibe. Good. That is what the, the Grenache hour was built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was built on yep. the Perth yep. game. Absolutely. If you build, they will come. If you, you know that's my favourite movie. Yeah. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Um, Fremantle versus Richmond. Jeez. Do you know what? Freo can just string four quarters together. Five done for the five season. Five done. Sunny Walters Hanny, done. Yeah, the Richmond, five, they? Richmond. Yeah, they did not fire a shot after quarter time. No, they didn't against us. And you know what? Richmond is still a sneaky chance. Yeah, they're, they're not out of it completely. No. Yeah. Because if Port beat GWS, I've got news for you. Richmond are back in there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, definitely not out of it. A few good weeks and they play finals. Yep. All righty. Well, that, this has been True Bloods, Mads. And as you know, we are the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. We've been saying it. I reckon we actually are now. We are. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But as we end every podcast, speaking words of wisdom. Up, up the, the Swatties. swatties.